This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Ethanol International. Countries that do not have their own oil industries tend to use more biofuel. Brazil is the best example, of course. They're developing some offshore oil, but have been making more ethanol from sugarcane and now from corn. At last count, there were 16 corn feedstock-based ethanol plants, but more planned or under construction in Brazil. They have cheap corn in their center-west Mato Grosso, far away from the ports, often described as Brazil's Iowa, so they were a prime site to make corn ethanol and livestock feeding byproducts. They have the biomass available to power these plants, typically locally grown eucalyptus. This reduces the carbon score of these plants to potentially below that of EVs. The lack of petroleum industry interference in their domestic fuel regulation is why their ethanol standard is 27.5% used by all vehicles. The spray plane that we had in Bahia was 100% ethanol fuel. It is always summer in Brazil, yet here we had to fight the oil industry tooth and nail to get year-round E15 use. Brazil imports fuel, so is a market for U.S. ethanol. They grow soybeans, too, so biodiesel consumption in Brazil is booming. Use was up 36% as of January-February of this year. Nearly 50% of the liquid fuel in Brazil is biofuel. India doesn't produce much oil, so imports it. India has been circumventing sanctions put on Russian oil, which they buy at a steep discount. G20 wants to cap the price of Russian oil at 40 to $60 a barrel. Good luck with that. This is being tolerated because if India were forced to buy non-sanction eligible oil, their demand would boost crude oil prices in their $10 a barrel. India is currently at an 8.5% ethanol standard, a number that has been rising as they ramp up ethanol production. There are currently over 200 grain-based ethanol production facilities in India, and they have a goal of boosting production to reach an E20 ethanol standard. India is strategically geographically placed to be the first large oil consumer when tankers go east from the Persian Gulf. This makes China uncomfortable. Japan's ethanol blend level averaged just 1.8% in 2021. Japan imports 99% of its oil use. It also imports most of its food as well, so it has no feedstock with which to make ethanol. Japan gets most of its oil from Saudi Arabia, which first has to get by India and then travels through the Strait of Malacca and the South China Sea, coming more and more under the watch of China. As geopolitical tensions rise in the region, both South Korea and Japan will become more concerned about being last at the end of the oil supply pipeline coming from the Persian Gulf. China's biofuel use. While President Xi made a commitment for China's carbon dioxide emissions to peak by 2030, there's been no mention of biofuels as part of meeting this goal. Post estimates, China's 2021 actual blend rate was 2.1%, up slightly from 2020, but still well below the peak blend rate of 2.8% from 10 years ago. China declared in 2017 that it was moving to a nationwide E10 ethanol mandate by the end of 2020, but never came close. Talk of China importing U.S. ethanol never materialized, similar to their lack of adherence to the Phase 1 trade deal. I suspect it is just a matter of time until some demagogue of a politician 
figures out that we export a lot of petroleum products, and if we would stop doing that, it would boost the domestic supply and reduce U.S. prices. Consumers are not smart enough to know that they will pay more for protectionist trade policies in the long run. The reason that we export petroleum products is that they will pay more in other countries than here in the United States. USA Today says that 93 countries have higher gasoline prices than we do. They wrote that $5 a gallon gas isn't a good deal in the United States, but in other parts of the world, it's a bargain. Drivers in Hong Kong pay over $11 a gallon. Filling up in Finland costs over 10 In Iceland, Norway, Greece, Denmark, the Netherlands, Monaco, and the Central African Republic, the price of petrol tops $9 per gallon. In fact, compared to the rest of the world, the United States is in the middle of the pack when it comes to gas prices, even as inflation takes its toll on the American economy. Prices are higher again in 93 countries and cheaper in 74 others, according to an analysis by GlobalPetrolPrices.com, which tracks the retail prices of motor fuel across the globe. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunity, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.